many things to be balanced. This here podcast is for a little bit of this and a little bit of that. You never know, we might be talking about spirituality and wellness, relationships, whatever it is that you do to get your money, be it working somewhere, be it running your own thing, be it having a side hustle, it's all good over here. We are getting organized, we are handling our time management better, and we are having fun through it all. Because over here, it's all love, all light, and good vibes only. So, if you are interested in living, laughing, and learning, growing, and glowing, drinking your water, and minding your own business, this is the perfect place for you. Hi, I'm Tiff, and welcome to the Life Unscripted Podcast. Building a brand and operating a business can get a little hectic sometimes. I mean, there's a million things to do and you only have two hands, but not to fret. I've got some goodies for you. I want you to visit organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea. Organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea. I have curated a list of some of the favorite tools and resources that I use as I operate my business that have been amazing for me. They have helped me to save time. They have helped me to build my team. They have helped me to stay connected with my people. And I absolutely love so many of these tools. I want to share them with you and it's free to download. So again, go to Organized Energy co slash spill the tea so that I can help you get started working smarter and not harder. So many of us have heard of the great resignation and many of us have also become aware of people around us might be you that um, has launched your own small business And I want to make sure that I am helping you guys to be equipped with what you need to be successful um, as you go on these journeys. So what we're going to do is to have a small series where I'll be highlighting some of my favorite tools that I use that helps me to run my brand, my businesses a little bit easier. Um, As you know, I recently uh, published a few books and rolled out some new programs um, that will also help you guys um, in your ventures. But going through the process of writing and publishing the books and rolling out the online programming and some of the other tools and resources that I have available to you, I came across some amazing tools that I fell in love with. So I want to introduce them to you. So one by one, as we do this series, I'm going to highlight one category at a time. Just give you a brief um, synopsis and explanation for why I think you should give this particular category of tools and resources um, a try. All right. So that's what we're going to be talking about coming right up. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for joining me for another edition 
of the Life Unscripted podcast. For you all that have been around for quite a while, you know that you only usually get an audio version of the podcast because I am very much shy and I don't like to be in front of the camera. Um, but this month, uh, this month, most of my episodes are evergreen, meaning that Anytime you hear them, they're not going to be dated. You know, you could, they would apply at any time of the year. But I will say that these particular episodes are being recorded in the month of February in honor of Black History Month. And so because of the grand occasion, I decided to come out from behind the microphone and jump in front of the camera. Um, and I'll tell you guys the background on it. Now, if you've already listened to or watched the first few episodes of this series, you have probably heard this spill before, but I'm going to say it again for those who have not joined us on the previous episodes. Um, so about a week ago, I received an email uh, from an office park. I follow them and what all they're doing. Um, and, uh, and so they sent a newsletter out and they were saying all that they were going to do for Black History Month. They had maybe four things um, planned. And uh, for that, uh, I thought, man, they're doing something for Black History Month. I'm not even doing anything for Black History Month. And my, my tail is black. <laughs> and um, I will say this. I So I, in my mind, and again, you might have heard this before if you heard the other episodes, guys. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, as a little girl, I think I was scarred with celebrating Black History Month. What I mean by that is when we were coming up in my era, we would watch Sounder, we would watch Roots, we would watch the marches on Washington, we would watch the mm -hmm. black and white uh, movies that they would make about Dr. Martin Luther King and mm -hmm. Little Ruby Bridges and all the other, all the things that were going on that were so inhumane. And it would be... Um, something sad you know they will remind us of our history of being slaves and they will remind us of how we were treated and how we were beaten and all these things and that's what they would remind us of constantly during black history month there was no celebration about anything else going forward we use we learned like the same three four five household names we didn't know about anybody else that did anything else in our culture in our in our society uh, in our in, within our heritage and um as a child it was kind of traumatic for me because that's all i would see would be people being beaten and killed and hung and slave and enslaved and all this and so i could not imagine why we would we absolutely deserved a month i did not like it that we had the shortest month of the year and it would always be repeated reminders of brutality through that month and so i just never was excited about it but this month was special to me in this year, because this year um, I am a part of Black history. Your girl is a Black history maker in my family. I'm now an author. Not only am I an author now, I'm actually a publisher as well. So I have a publishing company and I have quite, I have a few books that are out. And uh, I thought last week when I got that email, I said, you know what? We don't have to keep repeating the fact that we've been slaves before. That was only 400 years worth of our history. Absolutely, things are still going on, but we have to fight certain injustices. Absolutely. However, we come from kings. We come from queens. We come from, woo, <clears throat> we come from a rich legacy heritage. We are the architects 
of ancient civilizations and we still are the architects of what's going on now and so we have something to contribute We've been contributing great things to this world globally and locally. And I decided that this year I was going to focus on that. I don't want to keep seeing slavery movies because y'all have seen that before. And now you got people thinking that's all we are, are a bunch of, uh, we come from slaves. That's not all that we are. We are more than that. And so because of that, I thought, you know what? You don't have to keep feeling like Black History Month is sad and doom and gloom. You can change your view of Black History Month. You can see some positive things that's going on. And so from that, I thought, I don't want to highlight me. Uh, I want to highlight others. And so I thought for that, let me get on the line. Let me see who I can dial up. And so I got in my little LinkedIn Rolodex and I began to connect with trailblazers and influencers and people who are doing incredible work in our community, people that I normally never would connect with. They're my connections, but we're not really connected. We don't really connect. And so because of that, I said, I want to connect with folks that I'm connected with that I really ain't connected with. And so because of that, I began to send out the call and I said, will y'all help me? Will you come? Will you talk to me? Can I feature you? Can I spotlight you? And that is why we have Miss Shirley Davis here with us today. So with all that background information, that's why we're having the conversation. And so without further ado, I would like to present to you guys, introduce to you guys, Miss Shirley Davis. Miss Shirley runs a program, the Leaders of Tomorrow program with the National Black MBA. My son was a part of that program. And, um, and that's how I am acquainted with her in that regard. So anyway, all that being said, welcome Miss Shirley and thank you for coming. You're muted. <laughs> Thank you, Tiffany. You That's the word of the day, all through Zoom. Somebody's gonna be muted. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. I know, and it's like, take yourself off mute. So I appreciate that you have taken yourself off of mute. And I really enjoyed and started a reflection on the things that you said. And what hit me so poignantly is when you said that was 400 years of our history. And that's, we're more than that. And I'm like, yes, that was 400 years, but there's, there was so much more. So thank you, thank you so much for, um, for just highlighting that. So let me tell you a little bit, like you said, that, that your son is a part of the LOT. So Leaders of Tomorrow, we always say LOT. It was a it was started by the National Black MBA Association. And that is the LOT is the youth arm for the National Black MBA Association. There are uh, chapters all over the US. We've got 33 chapters actually of LOT. Um, wonderful, wonderful program in that it 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 takes a different approach to mentoring black and brown children. The national program goes from 14 years old to 17 year olds, really from ninth grade to about 12th grade. Mm -hmm. In the RDU branch, which is what we are part of, we said, you know what, why don't we get them a little bit earlier? So we started our program at 12 years old. So we take from 12 to 17. This year we have 17 youth in the program. Our goal is to have 20. So, hey, if you want to be part of LOT, come on. And uh, it's a different, like I said, it's a different view in that it uses a program approach 
to mentoring black and brown children. And it's on five pillars. It's leadership, um, financial uh, acumen, career and college, career prep and college readiness, and also life skills. And so we pull from a lot. They, of course, the National Black MBA Association, the, uh, the RDU, the, um, the RDU chapter, they may have speakers. We pull from the community. Uh, we pull from corporations. In fact, that's how I first started, got started with LOT. The gentleman that used to, was the director of the program, Marion. Hello, Marion, I hope you're listening. <laughs> and he was a great he, director. Yes, he was. Yes, awesome, awesome. And so he pulled me in and he pulled me in probably about six, six seven years ago because I work for McDonald's Corporation. And so he said, I know McDonald's is in the community. Would you like to help us? And I said, well, what can I help do? And he said, well, why don't you just come and be a speaker? So that's how it all started. I was a speaker first, talking to them about McDonald's Corporation, what we do, like how McDonald's is, you can do anything and be anything you want to be at McDonald's Corporation. It's America's first job, right? And Calvin, then did, Calvin yeah. moved on up, did he? <laughs> When I was coming up, Calvin was the big thing. He was the poster child. Y'all, y'all, y'all younger than you know. Probably chances are you're younger than me. Uh, y'all have to look up who Calvin is with McDonald's. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Sidebar: A couple of years ago, I spoke with our head of our marketing, and I said, "Why don't we bring Calvin back? You yes! know, let's see what Calvin's doing. What's he, right? Where, where, where are they now?" I know. <laughs> Calvin, because Calvin had the keys. Remember? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> So anyway, um, because there's so much you can do with McDonald's. So that's what I start talking to the youth about. And, you know, and so and I a lot of times I go into schools and everything, talking to the youth about all the different things. I like to say it's the best kept secret. Mm -hmm. Right. So in any case, that's how it started. And then I wanted to keep on coming because the youth was so energized and they were just very involved. And so I said, Marion, how else can I help? And he said, well, you probably have a lot of people at McDonald's that you can pull from. And I was like, yes, I can. So that's what I started doing. We have an, um, the owner operators, which are the franchisee owner operators. They have um, some, the, the, the African-Americans one have something called MBO, uh, the, the McDonald's Black African-American owner operators. So I started pulling from them first and saying, hey, do you wanna help us? You know, you can come and talk to the youth and tell them and, you know, can you support? Can you, you know, do breakfast or whatever? And that's how that, how that started. Then I started pulling from staff. And so then Marion said, hey, so why don't you do all the programs for us? And I was like, okay, that'll be good. <laughs> yeah. You know, because we're always in the community and, and we always like to volunteer and do different things. So I started bringing in people from like, we had our um, senior vice president, Marion Gross, she did, she does supply chain. So she had her team prepare information on supply chain because that affects everybody, right? Absolutely. So, you know, um, then we had our nutritionist. Um, she did one on, her team did one on nutrition. So yeah. it was like all these people started doing it. And then uh, last year, about two years ago, Marion stepped down. And yeah. so um, Sherry actually started doing it. So then I said, Sherry, I'll help you. So I started helping Sherry. And then Sherry said, you know what? Um, you know, I'm going to step down. 
And so then LJ, who was the president of the uh, Black MBA Association said, Cheryl, why don't you do it? And I said, no, I can't, you know, it's just too much. And he said, you're doing it already. The whole program as it is. <laughs> right, right. right. Sherry, said, Sherry is already. a gem. Sherry is fan. Sherry Peacock. She is amazing. Yeah. A yes. great asset to isn't the program. She? As she's amazing. So Sherry, if you're Absolutely. watching, we love you. <laughs> yes, we do, Sherry. And Sherry's still involved in the program. She okay. uh, helps, she co-leads with Carolyn, they do the uh, case team. So I'll talk okay. to you about the case team. But in any way, so LJ was like, you're already doing it. You're already doing a big piece of it. The only piece that you're not doing it doing is the administrative arm of that. And then I said, okay, I'll do it. And that's how I became the director of the program. And it's so enjoyable. And I tell you, Sherry and Carolyn, and we have Dr. Moya Foster and Matthias Bishop. Yeah, Moya, Moya's yeah. coming. I'm talking to Moya too. She's already scheduled time. Nice. So be, I'll be chatting with Moya on one. Of, I can't think of what date Moya has, but absolutely. So I'm excited. Love so, it. Yes, love it. So you know, and we do it. It's unpaid, but it's the most gratifying thing that we do. We love it, and so interacting with the youth, uh, just helping them. We have the highlight of our program is that besides the the, the uh, program mentorship, we meet every second Saturday of the month from 10 o'clock to about one o'clock, sometimes 12. Because of COVID, we've been virtual. So we were able to still, because it was too valuable for us to stop mm -hmm. doing COVID. So mm -hmm. we were like, just, you know, we're going to go online. And that's what we did. And so we started going online. So, so now more people can join. In fact, we have two youth that are not even in uh, North Carolina anymore. Oh, One I did not know that my baby could stay in it. You guys, my baby, he didn't like it here in North Carolina on the coast. He wanted to go so, back home. And so I didn't think he could in. stay in the program. I did not know that. He can stay that. in because it's virtual. Okay, absolutely. All he has to do, I send out the link. He can still link in. Okay. So, um, okay, you know, and we don't want to stop. <laughs> so we didn't want it to stop. And I tell you, so many companies and individuals have helped us. We've had such great partnerships with different people um, from all over. And because it's virtual, they're able to spot in. We had um, a wonderful youth. He's like 20, 23, 24. He started this program in Africa. He's actually lives in Africa. Shut the front door. <laughs> huh? That is incredible. I said, shut I the front door. That is incredible. I know. I know. And so he started this um, this farming, farm-based program in Africa. So he came to speak to the youth one, 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 a couple of Saturdays ago, you know, and that was virtually and, you know, and um, it's so funny. It's like, oh my goodness, COVID may have, you know, caused, you know, it was a pandemic, but it opened up so many doors for people to do so, different so things. Right? Right? So many. Yeah. And so we have a partnership with, um, we have uh, one other young lady that helped us with the case team this past year, which was Diva Desai. She's one of the directors at Starbucks. She helped us. We had another young lady. She's a scientist. Love her. Um, she works for EPA, but she has started her own business called STEM Queens because she's a scientist at EPA. And um, so she wants to get more females into the science. Wow. And so, um, yeah, it just opens up so many things. And the youth we had, one of the, um, a couple of months ago, 
we had Dr. Veronica Hardy come speak with the youth. And I always vet the speakers before they come and speak with the youth, vet them, talk about what they're gonna talk about, give them what the background of everything is. And so she talked to the youth about, um, cause she's a, uh, she's a psycho, she's a um, master's in social work, but she has a PhD in social work and uh, supervision. Okay. So she's a professor at, um, uh, North UNC um, Pembroke. Okay. And so she came and talked to the youth about just, you know, emotion, you know, what she calls is mental wealth, Yeah. which is, you know, you have homework, you have chores that you need to do for home, you have your friends and everything, how to keep it all balanced and how to make schedules and everything. She was amazing. And so we always record the sessions and then send back out the youth, she was so engaging. The youth were texting me, Miss Davis, when are you going to send us the recording? <laughs> really? Oh, I'm going to tell, I want to tell you this. When we first, when we first moved to North Carolina uh -huh. three years ago, and um, as a mama, as a single mama, uh -huh. as a single black mama, I, it's like, I, when I, it's like, I throw everything in the bag when it comes to my babies and their programming. Yeah. They're like, we've got yeah. upward bound. We've got black achievers. We've got the hundred black men. We've got leaders of tomorrow. We yeah. got programming yeah. in the school. We got youth programming at the church. When I tell you, I try to get the whole village to bring, come on Thank and help, my, help me with these children. And so uh, I had him in leaders of tomorrow and when mm -hmm. I first went for our info session <clears throat> at the RDU chapter, I was mm -hmm. so impressed when you told me that your kids are engaged. This is true. This is true, you guys. When I uh, for, I came for the info session, and you know, I, I've seen a lot of youth. Uh, they're kind of slouchy in their chairs. They're mm -hmm. kind of like you can tell from the body language they don't really want to be there. Sometimes that's my child. Sometimes he'd <laughs> rather be. You know, that would be him sometimes. And, um, you know, you could just, the body language, you know, right, they don't properly right. introduce themselves. And they just, it's like, you can tell their mama or their daddy forced them to be there. Yeah. Your babies yeah. were so engaged. They were so polite. It was standing room only at this information session that kicked yeah. off the school year of the program mm -hmm. for you guys three years ago. And so there was no more chairs. One of the children, one of the that. young men came and gave up his seat. And he saw that I had a young child with me because my oldest kids are older. You know, they're two adults. Right. And then my youngest, he's or my one is in high school that was in your program. But I had right. a, a baby girl, younger girl. But they, the guy came, he gave up his seat. He introduced himself. Yeah. How are you doing? My name is so-and-so. Here, you can have my seat or whatever. And they were, all the kids, they, they all were glad to be there. It didn't look like yes. anybody was forced to be there. They were excited about what they came to do. And they were just the most polite, respectful, alert, uh -huh. engaged children I had really ever seen in a youth program. Because with what I do, I have contracted um, with, with, with school systems and things like that. I've gone mm -hmm. in and provided mentoring programs and life right. skill programming for youth and teens and, and parents. I've done ten, mm -hmm. uh, parent programming too, but I've worked with kids and mind you, I've got four. So I know how kids can be. And so I was so impressed to see how your babies were. And it just is a testament mm -hmm. to the quality of the, of the programming and to the good food yeah. you guys are serving up soul food, you know, and educationally, because they want to be there. And Absolutely. so I can believe you when you say 
that they were reaching out to you asking Miss yeah. Davis, when can you send us the information or the, or the, yeah. the video? I mean, I had never seen anything. I really hadn't seen children that really wanted the programming mm -hmm. like your kids did. So, and you yeah. know, so I, that's awesome that you can say that too about them. Absolutely. And we have the, um, uh, our youth leadership. So we had, we voted in the month of December of who was going to, you know, run the, the youth um, uh, leadership, right? Mm -hmm. And so Noah Colvin, 15 years old, he's the president. Wow. The vice president um, is, all of them are just like around 15, 16 years old, right? Um, so we have a, a, the president, the vice president, we have a, a webmaster who is so sharp. Oh my goodness. You know, we had at sidebar, we have a webmaster for the, the uh, RDU chapter of the Black MBA Association and Brandon. So I told him, you know, that he would oversee her, but I said, you know what, really, I think she's going to be overseeing. Well, you. now <laughs> this is what's so great. We are these babies again, see how great they are. See how, you know, know. just just they're being groomed for excellence, already yes. operating in excellence. Again, yeah. it comes back to we're more than just what the Thank narrative you. has been shown in media. Absolutely. Look at these Absolutely. brilliant minds and these bright babies that are doing incredible things at yes. these young, early ages. Absolutely. This is what's it not is. on the news. This is what is no. not on the Thank news. you. Absolutely. Keith is the vice president. Tori is the one, she's the webmaster, sharp. Um, and then we have the secretary. And so, and I got to think of it like, like um, I'm kind of nervous. So I'm like forgetting people's names. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. But anyway, so this last time, like I said, we meet every second Saturday of the month. And so, you know, I'm getting them ready for the meeting. And so I said, Noah, cause he's the president. I said, Noah, this is going to be your first one that because we always want to make sure the children have a voice, the kids have a, yeah. a voice, right? And yeah. we're the village. So this is where they can, you know, this is their safe zone mm -hmm. and everything. So I said, now, listen, you're going to run this. I said, I'm going to be behind the scenes helping you or whatever, but you're going to run this. And I said, we always have something. We have a Zoom, uh, a game that we play, Cahoots. Okay, and then, yes, of course, yes. you got to make the questions, right? And they mm -hmm. win money. So they like that. Yes. Right? And so I said, so you tell me what's the questions, you're gonna do the questions and I'll set up the game. He said, no, Miss Davis, I got this. I'm like, what do you have? And he said, oh, I'll set up the game and I'll put the questions in and I got it. And okay, I was like, Noah. wait a minute, right? 15. Okay, his parents, Noah's, Noah's parents, if you are watching. I know, <laughs> I, know. I know, he did. He did. And I was just like, so like, what? Then when he set it up, so I told you how impressed the youth were with Dr. Veronica Hardy. Do you know he put in a question in the Cahoots game about a mental check-in? I'm like, no, you didn't. <laughs> what are you doing over there? You are right. You are getting, and don't you feel like they're your babies? I was say you're right. Yes. Oh yeah, but I, I, I know. Don't yes. you feel like they're yours? It is. It's like, look at them. They're like flowers, like just blooming. It's just like, let them go. You know, like sometimes you're like, okay, let me help. Let me help. But, you know, so you give them the parameter and then say, okay, come back. I want this by this time. Let me see it. Let me review it, whatever. But I'm just like, oh my goodness. 
I cannot believe that he put it in. He goes, this is just your mental, this is just your mental check-in. How are you doing? This is incredible. Like, yes. So, you awesome. know, I'm thinking while you're talking, I'm thinking of all, I'm a connector. I'm a connector. And, uh -huh. um, and I, that's just what I do. I'm always thinking, Ooh, who, how can I yeah. facilitate an introduction? Cause that's just what I do. I just yes. believe in, in, in tapping into our resources and all these things. And, um, my church now I'm over at, we had, I'm at BGC up in off of Leesville. Um, okay. Okay. How are you all? That's not in, in North Carolina, <laughs> but anyway, okay. um, <sighs> We've got a youth program and I need to right. connect you guys. You said you got a few extra spots open. I, my baby's going to have to get yes, one, but I've got to get you connected to our youth department. Yeah. Because the things you're saying, and like you said, the acumen that you're having them to develop for different things are things that I be like, believe that our youth, the youth of my church yeah. can use. And we, I'm going to get you connected. So, but continue. That's awesome. You, That's awesome. Ready for the meeting. And, and yeah, so, and he did, job. and he set that up. He set up the questions. We had um, a city councilman, a, a Durham city councilman. And then we had a young man who just was approved as a McDonald's franchise owner operator. Okay. Um, and that he had started with McDonald's at the age of 16 and worked at McDonald's, worked his way up. And finally, December of 2021, he was awarded, they uh, a, a approved as a, as a licensee franchise owner operator and has two stores. So the thing was this segment, the, this past segment was on life skills and different ways to be an entrepreneur. And so that's why we had those two individuals because the city councilman, he actually, he and his wife own a restaurant in Durham called Zawaylees. So he was there to talk about that. Okay. Um, but it was awesome. So let me tell you about it. So I'm gonna give you the names of, of the youth leadership. So Noah Colvin is the president. Keith Wassa is the vice president. And Tori Walker is the, um, the, the webmaster. You're gonna okay. be hearing a lot from her. Um, her brother was in the program also. This is another thing. We have youth that their that they're older siblings mm -hmm. were in the program and then they wanted mm -hmm. to be in the program also. So Tori's brother was in the program and he's now a, uh, a uh, actually this year, he is a sophomore at uh, uh, um, North Carolina A&T. Wow. Remarkable individual. Yes, 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 remarkable individual. Yes, Michael. Um, so it's just, you know, it's so cool because they want to come back. And our mm -hmm. uh, secretary is Saavedra, Saavedra. And Saavedra is always the winner of the Cahoots game. She's sharp. And this last time she didn't win. So I was like, Saavedra, what happened here? Because <laughs> she's always winning. But um, it's just a cool group of youth. And they just, the interaction sometimes, and you know, you know, Sherry, you know, Moya, like sometimes we just sit back and just listen to them because they're so, they have so much wisdom. They have so much knowledge and um, they are just quick to say, when you think they don't have something, they like, we have it, we got you, we know. <laughs> I'm so excited about that because with this type of work that you're doing, you are making a major, major impact on the trajectory of these youth, their yeah. future. Um, you're pouring into them. It sounds like their parents have done an amazing job creating oh that foundation. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when yeah. you get the village involved um, and to add to what you've already poured in as yeah. a parent, because as a parent, there's only so much you can do. Sometimes they turn mm -hmm. off. You can say the exact same thing to my child that I've been saying yeah. to my child. And whereas they turn me off, 
they readily accept it from you. You're like, I've been saying the same. So sometimes, you know, so when you, when you can trust them to, um, with, with, with a trusted organization mm-hmm. like yours. Um, and, and you guys just kind of add it because the Bible tells us yeah. that one plants the seed and okay. the other right. ones uh, waters the seed. Only mm-hmm. God can give the increase. the increase. And so the parents are planting mm-hmm. the seed. And then we ask that you all bring, come back with your watering can yeah. so that you can water our seed Absolutely. so that God Absolutely. will then give the increase. And so yeah. when we have programs like yours, um, yeah, yeah. It's really just adding to how far these babies can go. You are helping them to realize their yeah. fullest and really probably not even not even realizing their fullest potential because, right. you know, they're realizing their potential. But nobody yeah. knows just how far because how far? Also right. is that eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. Absolutely. How has it entered into the heart of man? All the things that God has prepared for those who love him. And yes. so we really don't even, it hasn't even entered into our minds even we how don't even far know. it can go. Yeah, we don't However, even know. I'm sure that it's further in their minds than what they would have done if they had not been in your care. Absolutely. You know, you're yes. giving them opportunities for leadership. You're giving them opportunities mm-hmm. for public speaking, for standing up, yeah. you know, for, for planning some things and, yeah. and, and all these things. I remember looking back as a, I can say as a child, I didn't yeah. know it at the time. My granny gr- drug me to BTU, CIT, evening service at church. Wednesday night Bible study Sunday school we I mean I feel like we lived between the church the bingo in the house like that's all we that was at bingo I, we would go to church and then we we would worship a little gamble a little this is what we did so my granny did <laughs> but we would do bingo and if we went to bingo we was at church right. and yes. I didn't know it then you know so youth that's Sunday it. would come up and the youth would be in charge. We would have to right. do whatever, mm-hmm. whether it's do the announcements, teach Sunday school, yeah. either, whatever the youth had would have to do. But mm-hmm. I was always, my name was always on somewhere doing something, you know, Absolutely. and at the time as a child, you're like, we gotta go again. How right. come we can't ho- go home? It's one o'clock. I'm hungry. Cause some yeah. now through the week, we know that we don't eat to about four or five o'clock. It was right. supper. Right. Then. It was called supper, right. you know, and, and we didn't have supper till around four ish, five o'clock. Right. But for some reason on Sunday, my belly was set to 1 PM. It will be hungry. It will be dinner time at 1 PM. Cause we knew that right. was when church was going to be over and we would be going uh-huh. to eat. Right. And, but, but we really couldn't do that. We might would go home and eat something fast, but you wouldn't be there long because you got to yeah. return to church because it'd be evening right. service. And back then as a child, I would be tired of going to church all the time. Yeah. I, I had friends there. So I ain't gonna say I really didn't like going to church, but we right, were there right. quite a bit. However, uh-huh. didn't know that God was grooming me for leadership. God was grooming yeah. me for, for the ability to lead to, to, to be whatever he was going to, what he was calling me to be. And I didn't know that all those things were necessary and to be poured into me as a child. And so parents, these days, the kids whine a little bit. I don't want to be in this program. I don't want to be in that program. And you have people saying, well, let the kids rest. They in school all week long. They don't have to get up early on a Saturday morning. They get up early all through the week from, as for me in my house. If it's, if it's Little Miss yes. AKA, if it's the, uh, my babies have been in Little Miss AKA, they've been right. in uh, the Kappa League, my son's in the Kappa yeah. League. Well, I don't care. Whatever it is, you you are not your own right now. 
You don't belong to you. <laughs> you belong Absolutely. to me. So you're 18. So you're going to get up and you're going to get out and you're going to do something. With, uh, um, and so that's just my policy in my house, you know. But all that being said, I'm so thankful yeah. to you and people like you that care enough about the youth because they're not your kids you know but you get up and you take and you work with them as if they are yours and that means a lot you know um I want to as we wrap up because I want to be respectful mm -hmm. of your time but I do I ask everybody a few things mm -hmm. now okay Shirley Miss Shirley what can you do at the spades table can you play or not <laughs> what can you do a Could little you be bit, little bit. Could so, you okay what we gonna do I know a little bit. Okay, so I got to tell you. So I'm a Brooklyn, New York. So yeah, I can do a little bit. Okay. <laughs> you know, I asked everybody that same question. I got to know. You know, what can you do? Know, got to know. Yeah, what right? you gonna do with the cards now? You gonna put them down? Are we gonna barbecue? We gonna meal do? What we gonna do? So. <laughs> and then I like to ask everybody what is on their playlist. Now, some people don't like to listen oh to music. Goodness. They're like, I really don't listen oh to goodness. music. I know some people that listen to nature sounds as they're winding down mm -hmm. at night. Um, right. And some listen, rather listen to audio books or listen to podcasts. They don't always listen to music. But mm -hmm. what is on your listening playlist? What are you listening to? And what are you well, reading? I'll do them so both. I love audio books, right? So I'm always, I just finished reading um, a wonderful book uh, by Dr. John uh, Amici, who talks about um, uh, being a giant. Okay. that all of us are giants. And sometimes when we are giants, we do not look out for the people that are not giants, but take your power as a giant and always notice everybody. Uh, very powerful book. I love it. The Land What's of the, the Giants. Land, the Land of the Giants. The Land of the Giants, right? Um, and that's, let me just make sure that that's the, that's the, title because I love audiobooks. I love music. Oh my goodness. And my playlist is totally so extensive. Like you can find anything, anybody on my playlist. I have gospel, I have RB, I have classic, I have, you know, just everything, anything. Yes. I've got from Jay-Z to, you know, um Kim to just everything. I because I Ooh, love, 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 love. He puts on an amazing, music. amazing concert. <laughs> That Jim, yeah. that Kim, I said Jim, Kim would have you thinking you're going to a, a, a nice concert and you are, but then when you get there, honey, you might as well have brought your shouting shoes because he's also going to take you to church. You didn't know you was coming to church. See, you but you got there. <laughs> so he didn't brought you to church when you go to see Kim. Oh my Lord. He's so oh my goodness. I oh, love goodness. his life. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, so I got to correct my title of the book. It was The Promises of Giants by uh, Dr. John Amici. Excellent book. I also just, I'm a reader. Um, I love reading. That's what kept me, you know, just growing up. I used to read a book a day. I'm an avid okay. reader. Okay. So, um, so I'm always reading multiple books at a time. So I just finished the promises of giants, my life in full by, um, Indra Noe, Noe. She was the, uh, CEO and chairman of the board for PepsiCo. Wonderful book too. Um, so, and I read some, you know, some novel stuff. So I'm, I have a novel that I'm reading now uh -oh. is, um, uh -oh. see, now I'm already starting. It's the other black girl by uh, Zakia Dan uh, Dalia Harris. So, but I just love books. Books take you away. It, you yes, know, they do. 
Yeah, they just, they're they're just wonderful. And growing up, that was always my thing. Mm -hmm. And I read very, very, very fast. So all of my you know, my cousins would always say, you're not reading, you're not reading because you're turning the books too fast. And I'm like, I am reading, but I, I, I can read very fast. Um, my playlist, like I tell you everything on there, book lists, just everything. I always like to read about, um, you know, leadership. I've got some fun stuff reading, you know, some autobiographies, all those things. So, so that's what I like to do. <laughs> that is incredible. And I firmly believe that readers are leaders and leaders are readers we lived across the street my grandma uh, who raised me mostly as i was until she passed um uh-huh. i'm sorry to hear that oh that's a big loss yeah. but, uh, absolutely absolutely and we lived across the street from the library we lived across the street from the public park and the library was situated in the park and then she would turn us loose we could go you know we'd be I don't know how maybe seven and we could go to the park and go to the library then it wasn't so bad you know it wasn't so you know you can do that then absolutely we would stay at the library she would require that we read and uh she and my cousin and I we were raised more like brothers and sisters than cousins and 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 Uh at that library and we would do the summer reading program we would read all year long and uh but we would read my granny used to now they used to do the books for a penny you'd be in the in the book club it would be oh. Danielle Steele and all kinds of things for a penny. I don't even know if my granny knew what she was ordering me. I was reading more than I needed to read, but I was reading it. So I was going between the Babysitter's Club and Danielle Steele. I don't know. It was too much, but <laughs> it was all for a penny. What you're talking about. And I was reading them things for, it was between getting the cassette tapes for a penny. My uncle would send those for a penny. You know, you get 10 for a penny, whatever it is. And then he would get the, but it, I read all oh, the so time. <laughs> And I know that that has something to do with the extended vocabulary that I developed and just a certain mindset that I developed. It's absolutely imperative that we get our children to read. We we give these kids too many leeway and we don't require enough of them because we want to be easy on them. I don't want to be so hard on them. Well, you're doing them a disservice. You're doing them a disservice. I always say, and I always say this, that people will never rise to low expectations. So we got to keep the expectations high because they will hit it. But if Absolutely the expectations they low, will. Right. Absolutely. And, and that's all they will know. If that's yes. all that you show them, that's all they will know is excellence. Thank if you, you parent in excellence, then yes. you, you know, I heard a, a pastor mm. from Kentucky say one time some uh-huh. years ago, he said, uh, once they're an adult, once they're grown, yeah. he said, we are no longer once we, we once were responsible for our children and now we're no longer responsible you know to our children once we get older or something like that he said and basically what he meant was if you did all the all the things you were supposed to do as a parent mm-hmm. being responsible to them as you know doing your doing what you're supposed to do as a parent Absolutely. and you were responsible for them as a parent doing what you're supposed to do when they get yes. old whatever they're going to do that's on them, but they're going to always, what does the Bible tell you? Say, you know, that, um, you know, I can't even think of it now. I could, I know. Like raise, head, raise, you know raise, can, raise a child in the way they that, should go. And when he's older, he should know that they will not depart. Right. You know, and that is true. You know, we get grown and we try to stray away for a little while because we think we've grown and we've been, we've been exactly. beat upside the head. It's with your it, journey. Like, you got to do it. And right? so we're like, you know, I did it so long. I ain't going to make, I'm not going to church on Sunday. You know, I'm not going to do blah, 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 or whatever it is. I don't think I ever really stayed away. But you know, there are things that we're like, 
Exactly. I was made to do it as a child. I ain't gonna do it. But when you, this, do this it, all right. you know is in you yeah. and you can't help, but it just comes out. It's like yes. a tea bag, right? And so yes. when, if, it's, if you raise them oh and you have goodness. that high standard, that's all they know is the high standard. You know, you got it. I think they missing the mark. These parents, some of them are in my generation. This parenting kids, and and I think you you go, you know, you'll see the fruit of that. You know, you'll see the fruit of that. You know, it's all I can say. Whatever, right? Because whatever, whatever you plant, it's got you. It is going to grow, and you will see it again. And when you see it again, you might not like how it shows up. You know, right? My grandson, you know, he's a reader too. He's eight. Okay. And Bryson. And um, he's always like, he's like, Mimi, he said, if I read this, I'm going to get this many points. And I got to fit, you know, so I love that. Like he's taking that on, you know, that he's going to be a reader. And like you said, it really shapes them because they get to go different places that they may not be or they learn different things they learn the vocabulary it's so good and uh, you know I just wanted to say something about the the different programs because the reason why now like my daughter I, I have an only child um and she's 38 but um she was a recipient of like all those different programs that you're talking about MSA and there was a program called the um MSEN she was there and and because that's what I learned about how the village pouring into kids. And so she benefit. And so now I feel like she benefit from it. So now it's my turn that I need to give back to others as well. You know, she's a doctor of audiology. She works for Wake Med, you know, and she did everything that she was supposed to do, but it was because the village yes. surrounded yes. her. Yes. And these, yes. they have high expectations of, what you should do, like the MSCN program was Math Science Education Network. And so they would meet every Saturday morning and do things with math and science and go on trips and everything. So it's kind of like the program that we do with LOT, same thing. Mm -hmm. Although MSCN Mm -hmm. met every Saturday, we meet second Saturday of the month. But it's the same thing. It's like what you put in, again, going back to what you said, Tiffany, what you put in, it's going to come out. Absolutely. It's not in vain. It's not in vain. Absolutely. All this work, right? And so when you say, well, I don't want them to do that. Oh, and like you said, sometimes they'll say, oh, well, they don't want to wake up. I don't re- ever remember giving my daughter a choice. You're going to do this. <laughs> like, you don't have a choice. This is what you're going to do, right? So Who that's- choices when they're children, when they're minors. No, I mean, there are people that accommodate kids and I think they accommodate them too much, but that's a whole nother conversation. Whole Uh, nother conversation. Whole nother conversation. (laughs) Cause you know, I can go there. I was telling the person I did a a, a chat with someone earlier today with you guys who are watching, you'll see that one too, hopefully. And, um, but in that conversation, we were talking about what is he watching or what is he doing? Mm -hmm. And I told him I was watching Abbott elementary. I don't usually watch TV. I don't really look yeah, at TV. Yeah. Me too. Really same know. thing. Right. Right. And right. um, and uh, my main form of entertainment is probably music, if anything. And um, but with but I was telling the, uh, him, uh, I was telling him, I said, you know, we laugh because I've kind of I think I'm a cross between Shirley Ralph's character, which is the seasoned teacher, and then the principal, who's very like Roseanne Barish, you know, parent-wise, you have Roseanne. Principal rise, you have this this principal on the show. They kind of have the same like uh, whatever mentality, and um, I've kind of as a parent, I used to be like on it. You know, yeah. I have these certain expectations that even my co-parents, 
may not agree with, you know, yes, unfortunately, yeah. that's unfortunate that you would, you know, but whatever. And, right, um, right. but these days, so my oldest three, like I say, I've got two that are young adults. And then I've got right. one that's a, you know, he's a, he's in high school and I've got this right. baby girl. And right. so uh, now the how old is the baby girl? She's eight. And oh. the baby girl, she is just something I love her so much. Well, obviously I do, but, um, <laughs> But with her, it's a little different than with the older three where I like, you know, I, I would just, you know, have a fit about a thing, you know, if they were to fall or if, right. you know, I couldn't, I wouldn't let them go, you know, whatever the thing was. And if anything happened, I was just so, well, actually probably the first one, maybe two, it wouldn't, you didn't make it to number, child number three, but the first one for sure. And maybe one and a half, you know, I would be funny about everything, you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a, it's an emergency. If something was to go yeah. with this child. Come this third and fourth child, honey, they could fall off the bed. They can fall, call, fall from the ceiling. And I would just look over, bend over edge, like, are you okay? You all right? Get you, get on up. Bye. And I'm going by my business. I'm fouling my fingernails again, like, okay. You know, and the kids probably looking like, can I get some kind of empathy, sympathy? I'm looking like, you all right, ain't you? Gone now. You know, get up. Gone now. <laughs> And so, but with, but with Shirley Ralph's character, she's a seasoned teacher and the younger, the young lady, I can't think of her name now, Mrs. Uh, doggone, I can't think of her name, but this young girl that's fresh out of college, she's right. so, you know, she wants to do the right thing. And she's so, right. you know, uh, textbooky with the way she does with these kids and all, okay, okay. and see, and I don't fool with the kids that way. See, <laughs> see, I'm not patient with them like that. And so she's like, five, four. <laughs> And I'm looking like, and I'll let, I'll let still say the five, four, three. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. And, and so she do all this counting and she's very kind and she's always right. trying to, and so Shirley rapping playing all that, you know, she's, no, no, no. she's like, she's a seasoned teacher, right? Just get, like, listen sit here, sit down. Okay. Get somewhere, get somewhere right now, get somewhere. <laughs> That would be me. <laughs> right now, sit in that seat. It's not my seat. I don't care. Sit in it anyway. That's right. Now, <laughs> and so some of these parents is more patient, like this little young little girl. And then their son is like, I'm not playing all that with you, little girl. Yes, yes, I said yes. what I said, and I ain't going to say it no more. <laughs> and that's the way I believe it got to be. I ain't say go laying hands on them. I didn't say go find oh, extension cords. I didn't say go do another. Right. Listen, yeah. you ought to have them to the point to where you just look. And that did all the work it needed to be done. Did it not work for you? That's right. how I feel about it, okay? Yeah, you all got right. that look. You knew what to do. <laughs> now, how can those who are watching or listening, because this will be an audio episode right. as well as the visual for the video, how can we uh, find the program? How can we find support, follow you, or any initiative that you are passionate about? Can you so let us know some links or sites or whatever we need to do? Yes, thank you so much. So Google, all you have to do is Google National Black MBA Association, RDU chapter, it will come up. Please, we need money. We need talent to come and mentor the youth. Uh, and, you know, we need your kids <laughs> as well. So please, please, like lean in. Whatever you can do would be amazing. Um, because we all the village and we need everybody to step up and just give their talents because all everybody has talents okay. and use your talents for this because I tell you the payoff is big we have had youth that have graduated from this program one of I mean just doing marvelous things owning their own business um, um, you know pharma pharmacists 
everything that have come through this the, the program. So just give us the youth and just watch them flourish. We are the village. So thank you. No, Miss Shirley put it nicely. She said, give us the youth and give us the money. They want <laughs> donations too now. Okay. Miss <laughs> Shirley said we need the money too. Give we need money. We'll give us the coins. Okay. So if you are feeling generous and we need write-offs or whatever. They are always accepting of donations as well. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you. It Fun has been you. a pleasure. It has been a pleasure oh chatting with you and learning about you and more about the program that I definitely vouch for. I definitely vouch for the program. My baby's been in the program. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, you guys are doing an amazing work. So I just thank you for your time. And you guys, yeah. thank you so much for tuning in for this edition of the Life Unscripted podcast. So if you are listening uh, with the audio podcast version, please subscribe to the podcast and please go over to Apple Podcasts and uh, Google and Amazon, Spotify, wherever you listen, and please rate and leave a meaningful review of the podcast. And then if you are watching on our YouTube channel, please make sure that you subscribe Please, right. you know, hopefully like and share the, the video. And if you feel Absolutely. so inclined, please drop a few words of encouragement for Miss Shirley and, and um, the leaders of tomorrow or whatever your comment may be. And uh, with all that being said, I cannot wait to get with you guys and do this again on another occasion. So I hope that you are blessed, blessed and more blessed. All right. Have a good one. It is awesome to listen to my show. But wouldn't it be amazing if you could launch your very own? Go from listening to launching when you pick up my new book called Is This Thing On? The Super Simple Guide to Planning, Launching, and Scaling Your Podcast. And of course, it was written by a podcaster for new and aspiring podcasters. Think of it as business strategy meets podcasting 101. So yeah, anyone can launch a podcast. That's the easy part. But not everyone understands the business and brand strategy behind operating a podcast. Be it if you're doing it just for yourself and for pleasure as a hobby, or if you're doing it to get more eyes on your brand. Either way, this book, this project is for you. Visit organizedenergy.co slash shop. Again, organizedenergy.co backslash shop. I've got some goodies for you. I want you to visit organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea. Organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea. I have curated a list of some of the favorite tools and resources that I use as I operate my business that have been amazing for me. They have helped me to save time. They have helped me to build my team. They have helped me to stay connected with my people. And I absolutely love so many of these tools. I wanna share them with you and it's free to download. So again, go to Organized Energy co slash spill the tea so that I can help you get started working smarter and not harder. Again, and as always, I want to thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Okay, 
thank you. I appreciate the fact that you shared your time with me. That's number one. Number two, I always tell you guys as I close out my show that I love you. I remind you that God loves you. And I want you to make sure that you love you. Okay? I love you. God loves you. I want to make sure that you love you. Now, if you enjoyed this show and what you heard today, I ask that you do me a favor as my bestie. Would you please go over to Apple Podcasts, to Spotify, and um, wherever else you listen that has the opportunity for you to rate and review. I would love for you to rate the show and to leave a meaningful review. I want to make sure that you also have subscribed to the show and that you will share it with someone that you think would really enjoy it like you do. Okay, I truly appreciate you. I really do love you. And I cannot wait for you to join me again on the next episode. Have the absolute best week ever.